What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Shonuff71, a.k.a. Digadulamite. Oh, that purple bling bling, y'all. Remember the bling bling. And your auditory canals are tuned into episode 236 of the Gaming Vessels podcast. I am not in the digital studio alone. Along with me, got my partners in crime. And first on deck, it's Dez, aka the Bay Area Terror, aka the High Res Lover. That's me. Aka the Cat Daddy, aka that Gamer Step Daddy. How's it going, my friend? Hey, not bad. Just happy to be here as always. Wanting to um, talk about games. A lot of games going on. Um, uh. Just a quick little update on the Xbox stuff. We are almost through. Only a couple days left. Um, so, yeah, it'll be very interesting <laughs> to go back and do a a long-form kind of, you know, essay. I'm not doing an essay, sorry. Uh, about about what um, about what happened, you know, what what what, what my thoughts are, you know. And, you sound and like I, your prison sentence is almost up. <laughs> I get paroled. Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> it's like I still have to go back. So, but no, it, it's it's been interesting. Um, also, we'll let you guys know if you are if you are at all interested in comic books or like com- like comic books or comic book conversations. I also do a uh, show um, uh, with uh, the Experience podcast. Sorry, it's the Experience is the is the group that does it, but we do a. My friend Rich and I do a pot, um, a video cast on YouTube, Facebook, um, Instagram, and all sorts of stuff where we talk about new comics of the week and give our opinions on stuff. And it's uh, every Thursday at 5 o'clock p.m., 8 o'clock um, Eastern. So, so yeah, 5 o'clock Pacific, uh, 8 o'clock Eastern. So if you ever want to tune in, just search The Experience uh and or, or the exp and you'll you'll find it just or the geek chat either way it works also another quick thing uh if you have noticed uh we are actually on youtube now by we i mean the gaming vessels game vessels has their own uh youtube channel in which the days these go live on whatever podcast pod 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 cast aggregate you listen to it'll also go live on youtube so you can you can listen you know to us on youtube there is no fancy graphics or anything like that it's just uh a, a re, uh, the audio cast so so I, people were saying hey you should really put this on youtube you know and i was like sure let's do it so there you go Wanna be a vtuber let's be vtubers come on uh no i don't i have no desire to do that uh you can if you would like to i will definitely watch you i will um i will like it subscribe and share um i'll do that but i'm not going to be a vtuber no thank you um kevin might but um no nah. <laughs> yeah i was like no thank you i'm good <laughs> so i don't yeah. think anyone would be simping for any of us so no but definitely um definitely if, if you have the ability please search up uh geek uh search up sorry uh uh gaming vessels it's just 
at gaming vessels at youtube so if you search it up you'll you'll find it um but hopefully we'll get some more stuff uh, not sure if we're gonna load all the older ones it's like 200 and something 235 or 34 yeah so we only uploaded three two three five i think we have a couple specials too I think. we have we have two specials yes so but it, put everything up there that's a lot so so we're probably just going to start from uh, 235 on onward. So, but yeah, definitely check us out. We'd love to have you uh, join us. If anything, just to you know push the algorithm out. We'd love it. Thank you so much. Of course, our show is a no go without Trader Joe, aka Jabroni Chief. Yeah, yeah, that's me. But you might also know him as the Food Max of gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar. How's it going? It's going. Um, I'm kind of doing a little refresh here in the Casa as far as just uh, everything. I've been meaning to do this for months now, but uh, ordered another uh, table slash desk. I am in the process of kind of cleaning up my living room setup. So I'm getting re- I had the PS4 hooked up with all the like the breakthrough box for the PlayStation VR one. And literally all that thing, I, I all it did is collect dust, kind of similar to my Xbox Series X prior to the month of Xbox. So, so uh, you know, uh, that PS4 has shipped, uh, you know, sailed on. It's, you know, going to get packed away, maybe hooked up to another TV. But then I, I only want to hook it up if I'm going to use it. So, you know, I, at first I was thinking I was going to, play whatever games that don't play back well with ps4 back compat but you know those are few and far between so so you know i gotta kind of give a uh, a nice salute to the ps4 pro uh, it was great system for its time i would sell it but i have a, like that um the 500 anniversary edition the one that was limited edition so i, I might just stick it in, in the box and stick it in my closet and go from there but uh who knows maybe i'll jailbreak it one day or something so it's gonna be a jailbreak yep just like then lizzie stated yep so you know but uh otherwise now i'm just trying to streamline my um setup a little bit so um you know um the thing about the uh lg oleds there's only like four uh hdmi inputs so unless i want to like get a crazy ass like hdmi switcher on there i'm i'm you know, there's only so much i could play so so i'm gonna have a, at least on my living room tv steam deck switch ps5 and the xbox series x as far as my four main systems to play off there so so yeah i'm just trying to cl- clean it up and get everything kind of set up the way i want to get set up so you know so um after i get done with that i'm gonna work on uh getting my other uh, TV set up with the PlayStation VR 2 and my other PS5. So, you know, it's all wealth of, of gaming, a plethora of gaming goodness in this household. So got to love it. Got to love it. All right. So that's going to move us into what is always our first topic for the docket. That is the playlist. So, Des, why don't you kick things off this week, bro? What you been playing? 
Um, actually, I haven't really been playing all that much, uh, all the much new stuff. Uh, still working on Grim Dawn. Uh, that is definitely a game that I'm going to continue to play when the month of Xbox is over. Um, uh, Joe and I have gotten really far on it, and I just don't want to stop playing it. It, it, it I, I want to beat the game. Like, I look at it and I say to myself, hey, I've gotten this far on it. I like the character that I've created. Uh, the character works. It, you know, it feels good. I feel like I'm in a comfortable place with, with, with the, um, I turned the difficulty setting down. Um, I was, we were playing on veteran, but you only get like an extra 10%, uh, experience gain on veteran, but the bosses are, are super hard. And it became this kind of thing of like, you know, why am I, you know, making the game super harder for only 10%? Like, it's not like you get any, any better drops or, or anything like that. So, it just didn't make sense to to be playing on that on that hard of a difficulty. So I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna keep it, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn it back to the regular one because the regular one is just is is just as uh, hardcore as as it is now. So so I'm not terribly like, oh my god, you know, we're not gonna it's not gonna be challenging. It's definitely challenging. Would you have to agree, Joe, on that? It's definitely challenging. Even on normal, yeah, it just depends as far as your um, specs and just making sure what your particular attributes are and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, I have another character that I I meant to play single player. It's a level 25 that I'm trying to debate whether I'm going to continue with veteran or also use that character like uh, on normal difficulty. You know, I haven't really thought about. It. I know I've been you know jumping onto your server when we've been playing multiplayer, but. Uh, the additional 10%, is, it's not that much of a benefit then, right? As far as, is no. there going to be better drops with it or no. it just depends? No, no, no better drops, no nothing. It literally is just a harder, uh, the, 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 the enemies are harder and um, you get an extra 10%. You know, you literally just do it if you want something to be a bit harder. That's why I was just Got like, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Yeah, I mean, even, <coughs> even at its normal difficulty, I never felt like this game was as easy as maybe Diablo 3 on its, like, normal setting. That game was super easy, so that's what that's yeah. why that game put Kev to sleep, you know, so. Yeah, I, I don't, I definitely don't get that uh, with this game, so that's why I'm like, you know what, I don't need to bang my head on this game. This is supposed to be an enjoyable experience. I'm having a good time. You hear the cat in the background. She's crazy wanting some loves <laughs> um but yeah so i basically said no i'm not gonna i'm not going to uh be my head over the wall on this i'm just gonna have fun and and keep it 100 so that's what i did and it's been it's been fine i think that uh, i don't know about you joe but i've been having a really good time with it and once i kind of let go of the um you know oh my god i have to get the perfect build or oh my god i have to get the perfect you know character or, oh my god you know it has to be perfect um it really started to uh feel better um and i just started to just let it go and you know like the song yeah, said i mean i, I, <laughs> yeah, I just kind of enjoy the game for what it is and i mean if yeah. you could always go back to it i mean i know that there's a new expansion that's coming out for steam and it's not coming out for consoles as far as it hasn't been confirmed as of yet but uh yeah um i mean i was even thinking about you know this would be possibly a good steam deck game as well as long as the controls are good to go on yeah. there you know i don't necessarily have to continue to play on xbox since i already own it on pc so 
including the expansions and whatnot. So yeah, I, I uh, think if I'm gonna if I'm gonna continue to play it, it probably would be on. Uh, it'll probably be on Xbox for this first for the first just just because of the the level of ease um, of getting yeah. into it. I think that's why. Um, though though if you really you know put up a fuss and you know stinky and you're like i want to play on this then i'd probably play it on, on oh no no but, i'm I'm, but, I'm cool with just continuing to play through an xbox there's no, no yeah. sense to maybe we'll revisit the game once the new expansion comes out and there's so late, well, I'm, later I'm, time when i'm know. planning on playing the game until you know and beating it so this is definitely one of the you know it's definitely one of the games that i'm going to play um after the after the sabbatical is over so if you want to you know be there with me fantastic you know I yeah no, i am definitely there I'm, I'm not gonna totally just drop the xbox like a hot potato or anything like yeah. that so uh, um, i've been you know there's been a really good benefit for this month as far as just seeing how life is on the other side i mean so mm-hmm. how life is on the inside yeah <laughs> other side other side uh-huh. of the fence, you know. So. The the inside, the inside. Inside Xbox, um, yeah. Yeah, inside. Um, but other than that, I've been playing uh more Pal World. Uh, played that with Kev. Kev can give his opinion about that. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, it's, it's it's yeah. I mean, although, again, the 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 debate is still raging on about it. Um whether you agree with it you know or not i do think that pal world is here to stay and and um given how much money it 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 has generated in the first week i don't think that um the people that are <clears throat> that are all was it the people who were uh did it or created it are, are going to be going anywhere anytime soon so um i just hope that they do something with it and they continue to make the game you know good like i just really yeah, hope they got that. they have a roadmap but i'm kind of waiting yeah. for the xbox version to catch up with the steam version i mean even it's the newest builds and newest like updates it still hasn't caught up to what the steam i mean it's still trying about. like like now you can do yeah. now you can make three arrows at a time at, at any location and stuff so they're, they're i think they're doing small little hot fixes to to get it up to get it up there you know so yeah so i i do think given given the success i do think that um this will appear on playstation i think it will um i think they'd be foolish not to um given its success and popularity um but we'll see we will definitely we will definitely see more money more money more money more money and then uh last but not least i played i tried to play immortals of avium and i i just couldn't it did not look good on my system it just i don't know what it was or what was going on but everyone had this weird fuzzy like fuzzy skin you know everything looked fuzzy uh the controls were great i i thought for a first person uh magic game i was very surprised but but the um the movement um of the camera movement and the angles and how you use your magic uh, was great. You know, um, I do think if this goes on a sale, I will end up picking it up. Uh, by that, I mean like a deep, deep sale. Like if I can get it for like 20 bucks, I probably will. I, I think this game, you know, if you, if you can get it for 20 bucks, I think you should. Um, 
having said that, I'm not going to go out of my way. It just, I tried to play it and it just, I, it, it was too distracting. The cutscenes were just way too distracting um, with how their faces looked. And they had all, like, there was no anti-aliasing. Like, there was, all the shadows were jagged. And I'm just like, how is this running on on a on an S? And, and it's not, like, I don't know. It's just, I'm starting to see the cracks when I try to play newer games on uh, the system. So um, is, is the S's games. Uh, sorry. Sorry. Is the S, is it, is it, um, what was it? Is it, uh, is this days numbered? I don't think so. I don't know. Um, Joe keeps trying to get me to, uh, sell my sell my S back and get an X because you know they're no, they're hitting no, don't do that they're hitting a rock bottom now so but I don't think I'm gonna do that so <laughs> no but but yeah that's that's kind of you know how it is the, right now the but thing that's, about Immortals of Avium is that um the way they rendered the graphics in that particular game they uh, basically uh try to do all the bells and whistles and then um basically have the the system upscale the game so like on the s like it literally is playing in like 540p but it's trying to upscale to whatever the resolution of your tv or whatnot is so it just looks bad yeah so and i'm just like okay um but yeah i'm gonna I'll wait. I did, I did buy the game, so it should be on my Xbox account. So it might be. That's how I was playing Xbox. it. Yeah. So that's how I played it. I, I paid seven ninety nine for it. So there you go. I think you played a great. I think you played a fantastic price for it. So, but um, but yeah, that's what I've been playing. But I'm curious. Um, I know, uh, Joe, why don't you kind of give? I know you have an extra game, and you, you probably have other stuff. But but once you get done, I kind of hear. I kind of want to hear what Kev has to say. <laughs> about pal world but go ahead and jo- go ahead joe because i think yours is pr- re- relatively going to be kind of short but it's brief but, yeah no i've been playing grim dawn with you of course uh, mainly with my uh, one particular character on there um i actually got from the library diablo 4 and so i actually started uh the latest season uh season three on diablo but i elected not to skip the campaign because i never finished the campaign so um, I this time I created the barbarian on there and I kind of was playing around with it. I kind of forgot because we've been playing Grim Dawn and Grim Dawn has like um, two separate weapon sets you could go toggle on the fly and uh, Diablo um, Four uses kind of like a, a of a blended type approach, meaning that some attacks will use one weapon and some attacks will use the other weapon depending on the the power and, and what you know on the grid as far as what what the buffs and whatnot that you select on there so there's you know it kind of took me back it's like i I kept trying to figure out how to toggle the damn thing so (laughs) because i'm so i'm so used to playing even diablo 3 grim dawn where you're just toggling back and forth between a couple of different sets that you have as far as weapons and you Mm -hmm. can't so that's just the way diablo 4 is so uh but you know, I'll probably continue. Obviously, I just got this from the library. Um, you know, it plays great on Series X. You know, it, it looks good, but it probably looks just as good on PlayStation. So um, until 
Diablo 4 comes to Game Pass, it's not like I'm going to go out there and pay another 50, 60 bucks to play Diablo 4 on the Xbox. It's the same game. It's running the same saves. It's connected to my, you know, uh, account, if need be, uh, with Activision Blizzard. And so I feel no need, you know, with my Battle.net account to be able to go ahead and, and buy it on another platform. It's like, uh, I know... Um, I know Lefty Brown has it on, on Xbox, but you know the, the game does support crossplay too. So neither we could always you know play, but I, you know I'll probably go back to it on PS5. You know once this uh, month is over, we're barely in the the last days if need be. You know, and I, just to kind of summarize to uh, Pal World, I did play a little bit with Des. You know, we were kind of dabbling with it, but I have not created my own server and started playing fresh with my own base and doing all that. And even while, even though Pal World is fun, it's like you know, I I want to wait until it's a little bit more uh, uh, fully refined out of its yeah out of its um early access period i mean it after playing pal world it made me kind of rethink okay it, it kind of has similar beats to valheim a bit and so if i wanted to really play something in that wheelhouse that like kind of uh crafty survival uh, type game i'll probably look at valheim possibly so which you know we all own on steam because of uh i'm probably Chase. gonna i'm probably gonna look up uh enshrouded um, that seems to be like um, Valheim, oh, yeah, new, Valheim yeah. Plus, you know, yeah. Valheim a, new player mode. Yeah, uh, I've I've been seeing some hubbub about that game too on uh, PC, so might be might be good time too. So well, good times, good times on that. So uh, just to kind of summarize though, my month of Xbox, you know, I I enjoyed using the Series X. I like to see you know what's on there. I think. Getting into chat was very easy. I thought probably easier than PlayStation. I could I could probably say, without a shadow of a doubt. And uh, you know, I went in there today and I started looking at the games I had and downloaded from Game Pass. And it's like, okay, I wound up like deleting a few games, like you know, Wild Hearts and other games that uh, I'm just gonna play on PlayStation. And it just seems like it's almost like. Game Pass is almost like a game rental service versus uh, feeling like I actually own these games, you know, lock, stock, and barrel. Yeah, that's a really good way to put it. You know, especially how we're playing it, how we're using it. It really does. So, yeah, that's a really good... It's it's almost like I'm I'm renting games from a library, you know. It's like, you know, I don't feel the, like... uh, sense of like okay these are my games and i'm going to play my games on my system it's more like okay xbox is uh, saying okay uh, these are the games available on the service you know and you know if you were just kind of decided to say draw the line in the sand and say i'm just going to stick with the game pass and nothing else or maybe make some ancillary digital purchases on the microsoft store that'd be one thing but you know, it's just the point that, you know, there's a few things with Game Pass that it just simply not up to snuff. I was checking out Game Pass on PC and just seeing that PAL world was not up to the Steam version. I was debating about installing like a game or two on Game Pass on PC since it's still our month of Xbox. So <laughs> just to get the full full brunt of it. But that's like, you know, I... I want a console that I could feel like, you know, I, I guess you can't own the games necessarily, but we'll talk about something in news about 
physical games in Xbox, but we've talked about it before as well. So, but uh, I'll still dabble in Xbox, but uh, you know, to me, to tell you, Desmond, to buy a Series X when in fact, you know, you already had access to everything that's on the service, and it's not like you're going to go out there and buy a bunch of digital games, you know, <laughs> if need be. Or no. If you if you gain the Series X, it's not like you're going to go and I'm going to buy a bunch of xbox series x discs or anything like that that kind of writing's on the wall on that so but you know all in all i mean i'm looking forward to february 1st i took the day off of work you really I'm did a, huh i really took the day off of work yes don't did, tell so. don't tell goonie goonie will rat you out he'll be like oh that's right my my boss approved it it's already good it's already oh you're like it's already yeah. done it's already done. Uh, asking you shall receive. It's like uh, it. think about asking for February second off too. So, whoa. Okay. I'm gonna take a, a little little siesta. I'm gonna try to get my setup going and play some PlayStation. Game night on Thursday's <laughs> gonna be fine eating, folks. So join us on game night. Wow. Hell, we might have make a, a Thursday game day and game night. Who knows? Wow. Yeah. Joe's gonna Joe's gonna go crazy. I'm gonna have to pull him off that system. He's like, oh. I missed you, baby. I, I know. You. Desmond accused me of cheating because I did fire up my PlayStation to like do some like you know, uh, keeping with my hard drive and deleting some games or install. I was going to install some of the new games I bought over the weekend, but Desmond said no. I, I made Desmond like the the uh, like uh, the judge and jury of my. Uh, <laughs> No, nice. you like your like your AA sponsor. Yeah, I was like, you can you do go. whatever you want, sir. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. That shade's gray. I'm sitting there. I'm pouring pouring the bottle. I'm pouring the bottle into a, to mm. a shot glass. I'm sitting there looking at the shot glass, but no, I'm just it's like oh. I'm just cleaning the glass out. That's all I'm doing. I'm not doing oh. any drinking. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. That's what we both said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um. I made sure that the Grand Blue Fantasy uh, relink demo was properly downloaded and on my system, of course. I'm not so. not turning it on. I'm turning it on on January 31st, right at right right at midnight. Click on here's February 1st. I'll turn it on and start loading my stuff up. I said that I wouldn't turn it on. I ain't, I ain't turned it on since. All right, got to queue up like Judas Priest living after midnight and just play. It's <laughs> a lot of fun, huh? Yeah. <sighs> all right so, that's me for this past week though so, so kev come on i i want to hear what are your thoughts about pal world after after spending some time uh in uh in our game Pal. okay so to be clear um the time in pal world probably equated to like maybe 30 minutes and i and i will say one thing i'll say one thing about pal world is that it made me realize that uh, there is another genre of gaming that I hate, and <laughs> that is the survival gaming genre. I, I I hate it with a passion. It is to me it has it it, it would be like Superman snorting uh, kryptonite laced cocaine. Just can't do it. Huh? I can't. It, it it that has that game loop is the most uninteresting. Uh, un, it, I, I, it, it would be like literally, to, to me, it's like literally watching paint dry. My whole thing about Power World is that I thought I was going to basically 
go in there. They're going to give me some starting equipment, and then I'd start capturing and nope. starting doing whatever. <laughs> no. To begin with, the the whole the whole stru- uh, structure of survival on a console is hit and miss to begin with. You know, folks are saying that this is very streamlined on the controller. I couldn't even figure out how to how to like I picked up some berries from some some chest and I couldn't figure out how to get the berries to prepare them and cook them to eat them because my character was starving. And that's another thing. Oh, well, you're getting cold. Oh, well, you're going to get hot. Oh, you're going to your 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 hunger meter is going up. Oh, this. Oh, there's like the, the going back and forth in those systems in, uh, in those menus rather and trying to figure out okay what do i need to do they're running around and then doing the fortnite thing smacking trees to collect to collect chunks of wood gotta go to this rock and smack the rock so i need three wood and two rock and one, you know, magic dust crystal to make a pokeball or whatever they call them things in the game. It's like, <laughs> I ain't nobody got time for that over here. So I gave it 30 minutes and right around there, maybe a little bit more. I can't remember. And when I couldn't, when I picked up those berries and they did not appear in my inventory, I said, okay, I'm going to take this as a sign that this genre is not for me. So I really don't have an opinion on Pal World other than it opened my eyes to the complete uh, despise I have for the survival gaming genre. And that, that's really all I can say about it. Uh, the, I guess maybe the only thing I can technically say is that little chicken that was running around in <laughs> the camp. Yeah, looks like a poke. Looks damn near. Well, it looks exactly like a Pokemon that I've seen. That's a chicken. I don't know the name of it. Don't know what game it's from. Don't know when it was added to the Pokédex. But I know I've seen that chicken in Pokemon before. Pal World is Pokemon theft. I don't care what nobody says. I mean, I, I you know, it, it's become the the. A discussion du jour for the um, for the and I don't know why how this happened, but it is Pal World has become the new flagship for the uh, anti woke movement going on in gaming right now. I have no idea why. I think it has something to do with with PETA saying something or complaining of bitching about the game on X. I, I have no idea what's going on, but the one thing, the only thing that I can say about Power World is that it, it, it showed me my complete disdain for survival games. And that's really the only thing I can say for it. I deleted it right after my time with it. I have no intentions of reloading it. I have no intentions of ever revisiting this game or Valheim or any game of this to- of this sort <laughs> ever. Um, it is over and done. All right, but then. my my but my uh, my 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 self inflicted tortures don't end there <laughs> because I went on and started messing with the Steam Deck again, and um, it, it, I'm 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 just 
The only thing I was able to get um, Final Fight LNS to run uh, on the Steam Deck, and it was literally watching four videos and taking some information from each video about the same app, which is a Litris that's pre-installed on the Steam Deck. And applying a little bit of this video, a little bit of that video, a little bit of this video, and a little bit of that video, each one had some information that applied specifically to what I was trying to do. And I was able to get Final Fight LNS loaded into my, um, my uh, what do you call that, game mode menu. I'm not trying to make it look fancy like they were trying, like they were showing, and I'm not downloading special banners and any of that stuff. I just, I, I just want the stuff to actually work. And I was able to get LNS to work from game mode or from, from, uh, from Valve's, you know, the, not the, whatever they, I don't know. Do they call it game mode? I forget. Are you but talking anyway, about desktop mode, or are you talking about the the, the Steam opposite moves? of desk Steam Deck mode? Well, yeah, yeah, Steam, where all the games are in the tiles and 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 all that stuff. So desktop mode, des not not desktop mode, the opposite, okay. whatever they call uh, it, the Steam OS, yeah, yeah, Steam OS mode. So I was able to get that going, but Double Dragon uh, alternate will work. I learned that the for whatever reason the Steam Deck I don't know if it's the Steam Deck itself or if it's the apps that I'm trying to use they don't like um they don't like Bluetooth keyboards at all like it for whatever reason I I, I couldn't right click on stuff I couldn't I couldn't do what I needed to do so I connected my old keyboard, USB keyboard and mouse uh, to the to the Steam Deck dock, and I was able to get get everything to to properly work. As far as Double Dragon was concerned, I can get it to start, and actually I can play the game, but it does not recognize my USB controller, like at all it, it and the weird thing is that it's sensing it in the menus because in the menus you got to go through and map literally every button that you're going to be using in the game including the digital pad and when i do that it's registering the pad that way um when i turn on rumble the pad rumbles, so it's picking up that stuff but when the actual game starts, it defaults to keyboard only, and it won't recognize the fact that I've got a controller connected. I have no idea why that is. It, it, it's it, it's it's like I don't get it. And the thing, the, the reason I don't get it is because Final Fight LNS uh, recognizes that I have a, a controller lets me map everything correctly and then executes the file and runs the game and i'm using the controller it, it, it's 
I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know if I have if it's a an out a quote unquote out of date version of Double Dragon that for whatever reason is just not registering the controller for some reason. I don't know. Just that it's it's so head against the freaking brick wall. It's like I I don't know why this 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 crap don't work. Um. So I'm done fiddling with this damn thing on on that level. I'll wait till y'all get your decks uh, jailbroken or whatever it is they're going to do to these things. And I'll just send mine along with y'all's to, to get it done because I my blood pressure was probably really high when I was <laughs> when Have I you was ever thought about this. maybe... Uh, getting because you're not using this portably anyway. Uh, we're thinking, I was thinking maybe a small, like, uh, mini PC, like one of these uh, small ones that are usually on like retro game core. They don't have a graphics card inside or anything like that, but kind of similar guts to Steam Deck on the Windows that might work out better for you, possibly. No, I'm so. not, I'm not going to spend more money behind PC gaming. This, this is, this is like the last, this is like the last thing that i'm going to that i'm going to be i'm I'm not sinking any more money into pc gaming because it it's it's obviously not for me <laughs> that at least the type of pc gaming i want to do uh, my i still have my my 1070 so technically i could always go back to that i don't want to i don't think i should have to because I've got the Steam Deck. I mean, this damn thing, Valve has 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 sold it as being this this catch-all to do everything that you were doing with your with your your desktop. And all I see all these videos of all these people doing all these great and wonderful things with it. And I I just I just can't get the shit to work for me for whatever reason. And that's number one. Number two, uh, I admittedly don't have the patience to to dive into this to get it to work. I, I fully admit that. Um, and number three, I'm just going to have somebody else do it. <laughs> and just save myself, just save myself the frustration. I, I'm I'm not I'm not going to do and that's something else that I noticed about this damn thing is that I have it I have it hardwired to the internet and I don't know what was going on Saturday night but the Steam Deck was constantly losing contact with the Steam servers I was trying to down. I was trying to add a couple of my Steam games to my, uh, you know, download them to the uh, SSD on this thing, and the 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 downloads were constantly being interrupted. They would start and stop. Then when they stopped, I'd have to go back in and start them up, and then the, the signal would drop again. And it, then it would, and I, I have no idea why the, my PS5 wasn't doing that, Series X wasn't doing that, but this thing is just like constantly dropping 
the download. I was trying. I forget what what game was I trying to download. It wasn't even a big game. It oh, it was um, River City Underground. I was trying to put that on here, and that game is maybe a gig and a half, two gigs, maybe a little bit more. I don't remember, but it 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 still hasn't downloaded. <laughs> what? Yeah, it, it, yeah. It, it's just, it's, I don't know. I, I, it, it's stuff like that that has made me realize that I will never, ever, 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 ever be a PC gamer. Um, I appreciate the little experience that I had building my 1070 um, just for that, just the experience of building it. If I had to do it over again, I would have used a bigger form factor for my case. But other than that, um, I thought it was it was good enough. But the problems that I run into just trying to game is is not worth it. And the only reason why it's kind of sort of worth it is now is because I have this Steam Deck that is supposed to be this all-in-one wunderbar portable uh portable pc that basically can do all the others all the stuff that my low-end pc could do so that's it because i know if i fiddle with this others i'm going to wind up putting this thing on ebay and i I don't really want to do that because i want to i want to use it for my uh steam games and playing my uh uh, playing my fan made, playing the fan made games that are like from open bore. And I know that if I keep filling with it, I, I'm just going to say F it and just throw it up on eBay and just be done with it. I don't want to do that. So yeah, if you know yourself, then, you know, if you know yourself, yeah. then I'm I'm all for it. And yeah. You, yeah. you gave it your best shot and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know? So, um, but I did get Final Fight LNS to run, so I played a little bit of that. Um, that game is hard as nails, but it's fun as all get out. So uh, I would highly recommend people that remember the Final Fight game in the arcade, download that game and play it. Uh, you won't regret it. And it's, it's, I've mentioned it before, it's characters from just about every fighting game every 2d fighting game you can imagine put into the final fight universe because uh, chun Li wins the street fighter tournament to arrest m bison but he gets away and he teleports through time uh well oh, well not really time because it kind of taking place right around the same time the events in uh uh uh, hey, Mike Hagar's uh, what, what as, as, as mayor. Yeah, but he goes, he goes, uses his psycho power to go back or take himself to uh, that city, Metro City, I think it is, and clone the mass. So many of them now. <laughs> And so hey, suddenly, makes gets sense all to these, me. suddenly gets all these people from all these different. Uh, 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 fighting game universes to head over there to stop him. It, it, it it's awesome. They they just recently did a uh, I don't know how recent it was, but there is an update 
there are paths that take you into uh, Captain Commando's area or Captain Commando's world. There are some areas that take you into uh, Knights of the Round. And um, <laughs> that, that is time travel now. I mean, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Knights of the Round and um, uh, Warriors of Fate. And it, it, it is just it is just so dope. So um, that is like the one bright bright accomplishment that I have with this 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 steam deck hell that I've put myself through is I do have that game running so that that's cool um moving from that tales of arise um I'm liking that game but the second that uh grand blue relink drops this game is not getting played it, it, it it's it's just not I'm still fairly early in the story and i'm kind of on the fence of whether or not i'm going to uh keep it or not not because i don't think it's a good game but i think it is it's just that there are two other games that are coming out uh literally within days that are just way better than it and that's where my my jrpg time is going to be spent so i kind of feel that i just uh killed too much time uh, before I can really get into Tales of Arise, so I, I will I'll debate. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna wait and see, and and contemplate. But uh, probably by the time I'm able to get around to Tales of Arise, I probably won't care. So I'm I'm unfortunately I doubt that I'll be going back to it, and that's unfortunate because I think it I from from all accounts and just even from what I've experienced, it's a great game, but there's just the, the new hotness is dropping and uh, ain't nobody got time to go back to games that are two years old in this, that, and the new hotness is like in this genre. And it's just so, it's just so much better than what Tales of Arise is doing. I'm, and, there, and, and again, that's not even shade because Tales of Arise is a great game. It's just there are just better games dropping in that same genre. Um, Tekken 8, I have not actually played it yet, but I've got it uh, installed. So I'm going to be, uh, when time when time allows, uh, going into that and start messing with that. One of the neat things that I found out features that Tekken 8 has is and I don't think I don't know of any other fighting game that does that. So they, in my opinion, they kind of broke ground in this. You can record a fight that you've had online, or that a fight that you that you had with the uh, fighting the computer, and you can take that fight into the training mode, and you can basically replay the section where you lost the match and try to figure out what you what you could have done in that same situation basically it allows you to to rewind just be like like the last cup few moves before the kill you know the K, the ko blow that that ended the round or ended the game and you can try to see what you could have done to avoid that and i think that's hella dope um, I think that's a great training, a great training tool, 
And I don't think I can't think of any other fighting game that's done that. I could be wrong, but um, I I do know that Street Fighter lets you recreate, like Street Fighter Six lets you recreate situations, but Tekken Eight lets you bring the actual match into your training mode and replays it will replay it giving you control of your character to allow you to figure out what you can do to get you know to have done something to get out of that situation which i think is just absolutely amazing so i'm i'm looking forward to getting into tekken 8 i'm probably and with that i'm probably not going back to street fighter because i'm just not feeling it not feeling it until they have characters that I that I really want to get get into. So that's really what I've been doing uh, this past week. So uh, that is going to push us to our next topic on the docket, and that is the vessel line. So, Dez, you got it, man. All righty. So. For this week's vessel, or for this episode's vessel line, uh, the question was, what are your thoughts about gaming and AI? Is it good, bad, or inevitable? Share your thoughts, and we will talk about them on our next episode. Well, that episode is this one, and we're going to talk about it. Um, if you're interested in our thoughts, uh, definitely go back and check out last episode. Uh, but we're probably going to you know, elaborate a little bit more on, on what our listeners had to say, because we got a little bit. Plus, we have, we have a, a listener that's listening to everybody. Uh, and they're at the end. So Goonie says, uh, long-time listener Goonie says, in an ideal world, AI would be used by companies to support their employees, streamlining workflows by having AI complete repetitive tasks or creating something that will be later refined by a human being. This would literally mean employees could complete more with less effort, resulting in less crunch in the video game industry and bigger and better games for us. But in our world run by corporations, there is a snow, snowball's chance in hell that happens. We've seen how expendable the tech industry considers its workforce with the massive layoffs in 2023. In reality, AI will be used to replace people. Those who are still employed will be asked to pick up the work of their, of their laid-off peers, and companies will be happy to churn out mediocre AI-generated games because technology has not reached the point where it can replicate and truly, the truly creative peoples who are behind the games we love. There's also the big looming legal question of ownership of art slash media created by AI. When the AI model has been developed using other people's work, I believe AI can be a boon for huma- humanity, but given the world we live in, it's going to be milked by rich by the rich and powerful to be to the detriment of everyone else. Well, I mean, I think this is a really good and eloquent way to to say to say it yes i think um people have a have a very rosy colored um impression about about ai and the good of ai and what they believe ai will do um just reiterate but it's gonna for that to happen i think the ai technology is moving so fast and it's coming so quickly that legislation and and um, morality can't keep up with it. 
Um, and I think that I think that's the problem uh, that we're having with AI because people are only seeing quote quote unquote the good that can happen from it and not and and that's outweighing the bad that can happen with it. Um, and I think that's that's the main problem um, is people don't know how to legislate AI yet, and um, there there will come a time. Uh, when that will will happen, it's just not it's just not coming quick enough. Would either of you like to like to um, elaborate or, or or have a comment about what Goonie said? Um, I think he's got he's got some some excellent points. Anything good, the corporation is going to figure out a way to milk it to raise profits. I mean, that's kind of sort of what a corporation's job is, but I feel that there's going to be a real push to use AI to cut corners, to get things done quicker, and whenever you do that, the quality of whatever it is you're doing is going to go down. Yep. And this could be an opportunity for for companies to to separate themselves, like which ones are using AI efficiently to put out a better product, and which companies are just using AI just to uh, push stuff out faster into the market. Maybe you know, it, and hopefully the cream will rise to the top. And those that are using it as a as cutting just sheerly for cutting corners and just to get a product out will fall by the wayside. But I think I think at the end of the day, it kind of sort of means that people are going to be losing their jobs. And the thing that sucks is that, as like I said before, it just kind of seems that the tools used to make games, the engines, they're just becoming so damned expensive. Yeah. And I think that's really where if AI is going to be utilized, if AI can be utilized to streamline maybe some of that, maybe some of that work in on the engine side. I mean, in the end, it may still end up with people losing their jobs, but hopefully it could result in these engines being a little less expensive and requiring and i don't you know i don't know uh, i i think we're we're just literally in in the grand scheme of tech time moments away from ai generated engine from an ai generated game development engine um that'll be interesting to see how that plays out yeah. and um you know, if if it can be tweaked and utilized and have a price point that is not so freaking bank breaking, then it could be something great for gaming development. But I kind of see as the glass half empty, um, similar similar to what uh, Goonie here was talking about. Mm. Well, I mean, that's right. I think you're right. Uh, Joe, do you have anything to add? Uh, just that, uh, you know, I think AI should be used as a tool. It's not something to, I don't think the next Miyamoto is going to be a, a AI algorithm if need be. It's always going to be games uh, created by 
individuals and teams within said with said individuals to be able to craft something uh, that is above and beyond what an AI can do. You know, I, I, I can't think of an algorithm you would be able to put in and have a, a AI create something for you from top to bottom. It has to be a labor of love of some sort. Imagine if they use AI to create comic books. I mean, it's the same thing. They already I mean, do. I know. And that's and that's the thing. They already do. So. Probably better than some of the worst comic books, but you know, it's like you know, maybe maybe you could put an Archie like AI. You know, have Said Archie AI. Yep. Out of here. <laughs> Reggie Jughead Archie. You know. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, there there are literally people out there, and you can see it. Like there are people out there. There's this one guy who makes uh, AI uh, graphic novels. You know, and yeah, he basically he will and and because you can refine it, he you can refine what you're doing. Like he'll he'll basically pick a pick an artist, he'll pick a style and he will and and the art, all the artwork is generated by AI. He will write it, you know, but he writes it. He writes it after he's seen the pictures Got it. and he's totally like you know this this he, he's like it's revolutionary it's it's fantastic it's awesome to be able to to basically you know go in and create a story from 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 just from just from boards yeah and just create it and i'm like okay so so it, it it really is an open field right now because people don't know you know what to expect and 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 they don't know um, how to legislate it. I think that's really what it comes down to. Once legislation yeah. is done, it'll be, it'll be done. And uh, which is a great segue into what Crucial Chase says, AI is anti-art, but at the same time, where else are you going to see images of Steve Harvey running from Wendigo in the woods? I have a love-hate relationship, toxic love-hate. And that's the thing, you know, AI, for lack of a better word, uh, levels the playing field in such a way that it's disproportionate, <laughs> you know? And by that, I mean, there's all these people that go to school that study, study a craft, whether it's writing or, or game development or sound or all these different things, you know, that people go and they learn to do. And then all that stuff, you know, anyone can do now with AI. And so while it is, smoothing out the playing field you are losing all that diversity of of thought um and i think that's the problem one of the main problems that's happening um and then lastly we have a comment from chat gpt <laughs> and uh, kev can you give us a little bit about uh your prompts or or what you what you did when asking uh chat gpt this question like how did you how did you phrase it um how was that i'll read i'll read his i'll read its its response but i wanted to know you know what were what were some of your some of your thoughts about that so basically i took the same question i can actually tell you the um the question that i asked it yeah uh um what is your perspective on gaming development using utilizing AI? 
it is a good is it a good option that can open up new avenues in player experiences or is the possible abuse of AI in gaming development resulting in cut corners and quality too great of a risk to be fully embraced? So it's basically the same question, but I'm giving the the AI some some you know asking for its perspective, its point of view, but going into and giving it a um, a benefit and an, and a negative, and asking where it falls where where it falls on that. So it's basically the same question, just just worded worded differently. Yeah, but I think I think that's like what you need to what you need to yeah ask. you have you have to do that because i did ask it i did try i copied and pasted the question that we had and it just basically spat out a very generic very chat gpt answer so i i kind of changed the, the question and um that's this you know its response is what it gave me so i thought yeah. it was a response okay so basically what chat GPT said, which is really kind of like the one thing about chat GPT is, yes, it is a it is an algorithm. Um, it searches for the most um, common and most what would be the word, the most um, apropos, I guess, answer to the uh, to the question at hand. So remember, it's just generating as it's looking through a tons and tons and tons of databases to get to to speak about an experience to, to speak about experience that it truly doesn't have being a machine so chat chat gpt says my perspective being an ai language model is neutral but i can offer insights into the different aspects of gaming development using ai the use of AI in gaming development comes with both exciting possibilities and potential risks. Here are some perspectives, positive aspects, innovative player experience, experiences. AI can enable the creation of more dynamic and personalized gaming experiences, tailoring gameplay to individual preferences and skill levels. Procedural content generation. AI algorithms can automate the creation of game content, leading to larger and more diverse worlds and potentially reducing development times and costs. Uh, enhanced enemy AI and NPCs. AI-driven characters can exhibit more complex and realistic behaviors, providing players with a more immersive and challenging gaming environment. Adaptive gameplay. AI can dramatically adjust difficulty levels uh, and game elements based on player actions, ensuring a more engaging and enjoyable experience. Effective testing and quality assurance. AI can be employed for automated testing, helping developers identify and fix issues more quickly, leading to higher quality games. Potential risks. Ethical concerns. There is a potential for ethical concerns, including the use of AI to manipulate player behavior, invasion of privacy, and the unintentional uh, propagation of biases in AI algorithms. Cutting corners and qualities. In quality, there's a risk that developers might prioritize speed and efficiency over quality, leading to rushed or poorly designed games if AI is used to automate too many aspects of development. Job displacement. Automation through AI could lead to job displacement in certain areas of gaming development, potentially impacting the livelihoods of artists, designers, and other professionals. Depending on AI, uh, dependency on AI, 
Over-reliance on AI tools could limit creativity, creative diversity, and innovation if developers become too dependent on automated processes. And so, of course, it speaks it, it's, it speaks to a balanced approach. Developers need to strike a balance between leveraging AI for efficiency and maintaining a commitment to quality and ethical considerations. Thoughtful implementation of AI can enhance creativity, streamline development, and create richer gaming experiences. Transparency in AI development and clear communication about how AI is used in gaming and games can help build trust with players and address concerns re related to ethics and privacy. In, in conclusion, while AI has the potential to open up new avenues in player experiences, uh, it's crucial for, game, for the gaming industry to approach its integration responsibly, considering the ethical impl implications and maintaining a commitment to delivering high-quality, engaging games. So what I got from all of this is there have been papers that have been written uh, by people, you know, academics, who have written about both the positive and the negatives of it, and then it kind of wrote and and then talking about the the balanced approach because because in everything there has to be balance balance at least in my opinion everything there has to be balance and right now ai uh, or machine learning or whatever you want to call it is not balanced properly and by that i mean it's not legislated properly we don't know there are no protections right now we don't know what people can do or what they can't do um, everything is kind of up in the air as to how things can be done. And until, you know, something is done, most likely by the Supreme Court to talk about AI and and regulate AI, this is going to be an issue. And and with the things around, you know, Pal World and the things around monster catching and the things around, you know, games being quote unquote inspired by other games um what how how far is does in, inspiration go before it's flat out plagiary play you know plagiarized and i think that's one of the things that people need to need, that's one of the things that needs to be addressed in this much larger conversation about the efficacy of um of AI and gaming, and actually, this is you know AI and anything. I mean, we're a gaming podcast, so 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 it is about gaming, but this is a much larger thing around, you know, all kinds of of things around AI auto automation. So, um, I do believe that it's not going anywhere. I think it is inevitable, um, and people, instead of rallying against it should be working on ways to properly regulate it um because at the bottom at, at at the end of the day the usa is a capitalist society and within a capitalist society the main function is to make money at the most efficient way possible and if ai is going to do that um then you need to protect the people that AI will disenfranchise. And I think that's the main thing or the main driver to the whole AI discussion in general. And until those things are settled and figured out, uh, this there's going to be a lot of craziness 
um, in our future. So, uh, Joe, I'm gonna shoot it over to you, my friend. Do you have anything else before we end, we close out this uh, we close out the vessel line? Um, basically, the um, chat GBT had kind of good comments, if need be. Uh, yeah. I apologize for the little lapse there. Uh, my headset was going wonky. I need AI on my headset, so <laughs> <laughs> you probably already have it. You don't even know it. <laughs> who knows but you know i could see the benefits i just want it to be used ethically by these companies i just don't know especially after pocket pair and pal world and its development um pocket world i mean pocket pals other like game that's kind of in the metroidvania vein looks straight up like a, a carbon copy of uh, hollow knight and so it's just like <laughs> yep that's what i mean uh, you know you know, you can't just take an existing piece of work and just modify it and just release it. So I just don't want companies like, say, instead of creating a proper sequel to a game, going to like take AI and make a sequel using AI and just basically make it into a level creator or something like that. I could totally see someone doing that, you know, like uh, like old like Doom Wad or something like that, where instead of uh, relying on people out there, creative people to come up with s some unique ideas, you're going to just basically uh, throw a bunch of uh, AI propagated like levels if need be on there. I could even see um, like someone creating the game and then, you know, using AI to bulk up the uh, game too, as far as creating levels within it as well. So, I mean, I just hope um, that, People draw the line and then if AI is used that they could at least curate what the AI is doing to make sure that there is like, you know, uh, a human touch to it if need be, you know, just because you have a copy machine at work doesn't necessarily mean you need to copy everything. It's not like I'm going to rush over and uh, go to the Funkin' Wagnalls encyclopedia and start. <laughs> Funkin' Wagnalls. Wow. Okay, sir. Yeah. You, you know, this reminds me of. This reminds me of the early days of home console gaming. Oh yeah. Uh, game comes out called Chopper Command. It was it was in the arcades. Uh, that 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 much I remember. Activision comes out with a game called uh, uh, what was it? It wasn't Cobra Command. It was something. It was, it was no no Choplifter was the arcade game. Activision comes out with chopper command same game doing the same things but instead of tanks you had to shoot the build the, these buildings to let the people out and then pick them up and then and then take them off take them off to safety either that or they you just picked them up in the helicopter and you didn't have to do it you just kept because this was back on the 2600 days so i don't even i don't even remember if they even <laughs> had that level of complexity you had defender and then you had a whole bunch of defender clones they even had uh uh parker brothers because believe it or not folks parker brothers used to make video games they had the star wars license way way back in the day and they had the empire strikes back and that was defender with adats same game Doing the same thing, <laughs> except you've got these adats showing up with these with these little 
block-shaped weak points, and you shoot the AT-AT, and if you shoot the AT-AT with the weak point, it would light up and disappear. Uh, uh, otherwise, you had to continue to shoot it, and you could fly through the legs and then all. But it, but it was basically Defender. You know, there was this old-school arcade uh, top-down shooter called Mission X that I remember playing as a, as a, as a wee lad, and then Activision comes out with River Raid. Same game. Mm. Just instead of a plane, instead of a prop plane, you have a jet. Same game. So it's like it's like things are just repeating themselves. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, Nintendo uh, teams up with a developer to, to bring the uh, Pokemon to game to, to their gaming consoles. And then we have now we have uh, this the these new jacks that have just run the whole Pokedex through an AI generator. <laughs> and they've got Power World. It's like the more, you know, uh, there, there's a very ancient book that says there's there's nothing new under the sun. There really isn't. Nope. There, there really, really isn't. <laughs> you know, there's just there's just better there's just more efficient ways to do it and more efficient ways to monetize it. That's mm-hmm. pretty much what it is. Um, and I know that people could say that's a very cynical way to think about it, but that's the pretty truth. much that. Yeah, that's pretty much the truth. You know, um, but yeah. Um, so anything else that you would like to say, anybody, before we close it out? Okay. Um, I just want to say thank you so much to uh, Chase and Guni for uh, commenting on this. Um, AI is a very big topic in all forms of 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 um, uh, all industries. So um, it's gonna it's it's gonna continue to be there. Um, so. Um, if you have any other comments or or you have something to say, uh, definitely join our Discord. You can uh, even though this question has wrapped for 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 this, uh, you can still mention it and we'll read it on our next show. Um, if you want to come into the vessel line, uh, we want to catch everyone's uh, opinions. So definitely feel free to share them. And if you want to learn how to do that, please stay till the end. And Kev. We'll let you know how you can join our Discord. But you know what follows Desmond is the Jabroni Gaming News. All right, thank you, Des. Appreciate You're that. welcome, sir. I need to find a better way to roll it over to you. <laughs> That's so oh. weird. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, all right. It's all yours, my yeah. friend. All right. Well, first thing we want to talk about, the, the biggest news this past week uh, had to do with Microsoft. So Microsoft uh, unfortunately had to make a quote-unquote painful decision. That's what Phil Spencer wrote the staff of mm-hmm. Xbox, Bethesda, and Activision Blizzard. Uh, they have cut 1,900 jobs uh, from the big company on here. According to Phil Spencer, the decision had been made after Activision and Microsoft Blizzard leadership team set priorities, identified areas of overlap, and ensured that we're all aligned in the best opportunities for growth. So uh, there was a few people that got kicked at the curb, including Blizzard's president, uh, Mike Ibarra. Um, he confirmed that he's decided to lead the company. I kind of read through the lines from other reporting, stating that it wasn't a voluntary decision on his part. 
Um, <laughs> really? Yes. Really? Yes. No, don't say it ain't so, Mike. Say yes. So. Yeah, because Mike, Mike was part of Microsoft for a long time, and then he like kind of left Microsoft and went over to um, Blizzard and was, quote-unquote, six months ago going to stay at Blizzard for a long, long time, but obviously... <laughs> Didn't happen. So also Blizzard's chief design officer, Alan Adham, is also leaving the company as well. Uh, Blizzard had been previously working on a survival game, uh, which was uh, being helmed by Ubisoft's former Far Cry boss, Dan Hay. It was canceled, unfortunately. We'll talk about that a little bit more. It was been in development for six years on there. So obviously they've been just burning money. Activision Blizzard. Just burning money. <laughs> yeah, burning money on here. I just say it, but it's true. Like they were literally just they just like they just like to burn money. They're just like, eh, we got well, money. They said this this game actually was going to. It's actually very good, uh, but they spent so much time throughout the years running off like uh, different engines, if need be. They wanted to keep it uh, as a like a mobile focused title, and obviously. Uh, with its engine problems, there was a whole other thing on there. But uh, all this is just a lot of painful cuts, unfortunately. So, and uh, there were some other cuts too, like I know Sledgehammer Games, part of the Call of Duty machine, uh, got a considerable amount of employees uh, let go. Also, Toys for Bob, the developer that you know um, spearheaded like the new Crash Bandicoot games on there also worked on uh, skylanders previously in the past uh, and other titles i know spyro collection um they had considerable cuts as well on there so and uh this is what phil spencer um, won't read everything uh that he wrote but um you know it's a lot of hyperbole people who are directly impacted by these reductions have all played an important part of the success of activision blizzard Zenimax, and the xbox teams and they should be proud of everything they accomplish here they are grateful for all the creativity passion and dedication they have brought to our games players and colleagues on here so and of course they're going to offer full support but you know, um, it's just the point that, you know, even PlayStation in the, within the last six months made lots of different cuts with all sorts of teams, Bungie, ad nauseum. So, I mean, this is just kind of the status quo in the industry right now. I think everyone's kind of getting the feel for uh, what's going on with this industry post-COVID I know everyone was consuming games at a rapid pace during the COVID era. And it just seems like now that, um, you know, Microsoft's kind of just kind of resetting themselves after this latest merger. I just hope that they don't merge anymore with any other companies, you know, Sega or whatever else they're thinking about. They need to concentrate on what they have now and to kind of move forward effectively. Hopefully by cutting this six-year project, they, you know, obviously saw the handwriting on the wall. Just like Sony saw the handwriting on the wall with all the uh, games as a gas games, games as a service games that they were like, oh, my God, we're going to like, you know, we're going to get that gas crown, you know, the gas crown. You just reaching for that damn gas X or Tums is basically it Mm -hmm. on here. And now we're kind of holding the bag because 
you know, I hate to say it, but you know, Xbox is struggling to bring new games to Games Pass, and hopefully this year we'll see some projects come to fruition. I think PlayStation is also struggling to bring new games uh, to the forefront. They're relying a lot on their third-party partners, you know, Final Fantasy Rebirth, you know, a few other games, you know, all the Asia titles, Korean titles that they're bringing to market look great. But, uh, you know, Sony First Party proper hasn't really, besides, you know, a few remasters here and there, you know, uh, I I don't have it in the news, but there's a... Rumors of a remaster of Until Dawn for the PlayStation 5. So if you wanted to play that in the super degradist mode on there, but uh, it's easy. Hey, remakes are easy. You know? I know. I don't really see that as a problem though. It's a game. It's games that you can only play on that platform. Yeah. Or maybe on that platform in PC. You can't go to Xbox and play it. You can't go to Nintendo and play it. I don't. I don't. Yeah, it, we know that their first party is working on stuff. It would be one thing if these games were not were not coming or we didn't yeah. know when they were coming. But we do know when they're coming. In fact, they're literally some of them are coming literally in days. I'm eating well. I'm not real at this point. I'm not even really thinking about what first party is up to because I know they're cooking. It'd be something else if these games weren't weren't dropping. Yeah. So I, yeah. I don't I don't really I don't really see that I don't really see it as an issue and I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to be you know console warish in this I'm just looking at it from the standpoint of am I getting new games that I care about anytime soon and I am yeah I, I mean there you go if you feel yeah. like it like, and 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 I have to kind of echo with 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 kev it doesn't seem to me it it doesn't seem that bad i mean these these are just these are just really I'm trying to say it in a good way uh these are just it just all screams of of like i don't want to say desperation but it just screams of, it just screams of like just just not having your shit together you know i just i get it you have downturns, you know, but didn't you just buy all these people? Didn't you have this stuff coming out and you're canceling games? It's like, I don't know. I It's just hard to be an Xbox fan given some of the changes that they're making. And I know that they're doing this and they're, they're downsizing it because they're they're trying very hard to stand the to, to, to stand in the, the long haul. You know, they're 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 going to be, you know, downsizing for for the long haul i i really believe that that is what's happening you know they're going they're like okay you know we're gonna have to circle the horses you know we're gonna have to not have as much stuff um because we're we're making this shift to you know whatever game pass more something else more i i I really don't know like i I, I just don't know what phil is thinking you know and because i'm not an economist i don't know you know what to expect but damn it just it just seems like i don't know i I would be really i'd be really kind of concerned about uh xbox stock or xbox what's going on with xbox right now like i would just be really really concerned and here's another thing bobby kodig is getting ready to write what anywhere from a 
uh, eight figure severance check. Oh if yeah, not more. You mean to tell me that they couldn't uh, uh, come up with some money? And I'm, we don't know if that hasn't happened, but we we can't come up with some money to move these to so that these people can uh, coast a little bit. No, they don't between do jobs. They don't want to do that. When you when you've dropped seventy billion dollars, and you're getting, and it's not just Bobby Kotek. There's some. There's a several key key folks that are getting ready to take the golden parachute. Yeah, because they're either they either don't want to wait out the storm of whatever they're cooking up over at Xbox cuz that's what they're doing. Like Microsoft is cooking up something. Um and I can tell you, you know, it's it's Game Pass. Um and I really think that your your comments about them getting out of the console space is is super valid and given Given what we're seeing now, I do believe that that's probably the case. And yeah. for that, I'm just like, wow! I never thought that I would ever be at a at a in a place where it would be going the way of of Sega. Like I just never in my mind thought that this would this would happen. So the fact that it that it probably will happen just crazy to me. Just just crazy to me. Oof. Yeah, uh, according to an uh, article I just brought up, Bobby Kotick is getting a $400 million payout. That's, oh, my god, That is insane. $400 million. What is insane? But y'all can't, y'all can't, can't break, break nothing off for these 1,900 people that just lost their jobs. That is But insane. we can give one individual $400 million. From that seventy billion that y'all just dropped. Mm-mm. Wow. Mm-mm. That's wow. It's because of stock. Yeah. Um, no, I get one, all that, and and but damn, damn. No, yeah, stock, stock, jock, bullcock. Uh, y'all could do <laughs> something for them nineteen hundred yeah. people. Yeah, they could do better. They could do better. <laughs> wow. Wow. That, that's uh, including a $15 million severance package. As well. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yeah. You know what? If he want, if he, you know, he's not going to do this, but he could take 30 million of that and say, hey, help these folks. Ain't going to do that. With, 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 ain't going to do that. I mean, you know, he's not. You know, he he's ain't going to do that. I know he's not. I know. I mean, I would not. love. I would he's love for him to do, do that. But he's not no. going to do that. He's not going to do that. But it would be nice if he did. It would be nice if he did. Well, you know, it, would it, nice. it would be nice. It would be nice if Xbox had some games, too. But <laughs> I'm not going to hold my breath. So let's just, let's just keep it a buck. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, this gaming, this gaming stuff is just, oh, Lord. Uh, 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 uh. $400 million. <laughs> uh, between his separate We're running Activision into the ground. <laughs> you got it. Mm, mm, mm. There was another executive that was very adamant during uh, the whole merger thing. Uh, that was that Lulu Chang uh, mess survey on here but she's resigning as well i guess she helped found substack 
on there, but uh, you know, she's very adamant on Twitter and they had a bunch of followers because she's quite an an attractive, uh, you know, Asian female. You know, it just seems like. Huh. But she's she's leaving uh, after the merger, and uh, according to reports, was getting like a ten million dollar payout. So, mm. where's my payout? I've been playing games for forever. Where's my payout? Damn it! Where's my payout? Yeah, think I bought, about. I bought an Xbox. Where's my payout? Think about the Blizzard's canceled survival game. It was codenamed Odyssey. It was like I stated previously in development for six years on here. Um, it was being developed by a hundred plus team, and all of them unfortunately got laid off on here. It's in the new. It was based in the new universe, and uh, according to at least what was reported through Bloomberg on here the project was ultimately canceled because of technical issues with the game engine being used to make it it was originally prototyped on epic's unreal engine but blizzard executives felt the technology wasn't the right fit because it couldn't support the goal of having vast maps supporting up to 100 players simultaneously so so you're dealing with a you know a big scale game uh they want the odyssey team to build the game using synapse an internal engine the studio had originally created for mobile games but they wanted to use that engine across many of their projects on there so so i guess for whatever reason this internal engine that they're using was kind of slow to coalesce and they basically determined that they didn't want to take the time to basically put this game into a different engine or work the engine and make it up the snuff on there. So uh, from what people were stating, the uh, game was fun to play, but business got to be business, I guess. So, yeah. Sorry. According to at least the estimation, it would have taken another th- three, possibly four years to get the game <laughs> actually completed and out the door. So. so they basically weren't able to create a... Uh a a large enough gas game yeah basically so. okay yeah yeah okay well. and other other news about this leak um basically um xbox shut down the entire customer support department for battle.net so uh <laughs> i don't know if they're going to rely on as far as ai oh, to do the oh, customer oh, service but oh, they're out going to go to wow. uh external um you know companies to be able to do uh customer support don't get uh, your account banned anytime soon technically mm-hmm. nobody, uh, gonna <laughs> nobody gonna help you are you are an aol you're an as or you're just out of luck yeah uh, according to at least what people were saying that you know that BattleNet's customer service is quite known as being one of the be- better ones in the industry yeah very responsive <laughs> so on and so forth so sorry (laughs) sorry charlie so i guess if you're a wow subscriber out there if you're playing a lot of world of warcraft you know be wary you know uh, your customer support's going to be outsourced just like current xbox customer support probably is as well you got to cut that corner so uh, but also, uh, the layoffs also closed the entire department at microsoft xbox as far as the department that is dedicated to bringing physical games to market so so they shut down the entire department that 
is dedicated to bringing first party Xbox games to physical retail on here. So. <laughs> so digital can, you, only. Can, say it with me now. Digital only. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. So we'll have to see. You know, obviously with the uh, uh, FCC, FTC leak uh, that, you know, supposedly they were going to bring out a Series X refresh this year. The one that was quote unquote adorably all digital, because why would you want to have a disc slot for any purpose on that? Mm-hmm. But uh, according to Daniel Ahmed, which is a quite noted, I follow this guy on Twitter. He's a uh, uh, analyst. He basically is saying that uh, there are certain AAA games with 80% digital shares on Xbox these days, so it's not too surprising. So. So basically, out of all these like big tentpole titles, uh, seems like that Xbox pretty much sells 80% digital uh, as far as titles, uh, just like stuff like Tekken 8 or Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. I hate to say it, but it's working. They are training people to to only to to not want to control or own their 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 media. And they are training them to use a service. You know, that's literally what's happening. Yeah. Recently, of course, AAA games uh, usually receive physical and digital releases. Um, You know, uh, Hi-Fi Rush was noted as being the first one in the Xbox's uh, wheelhouse that got shadow dropped on a uh, direct and uh, didn't get a physical version. Ironically, you know, the rumors right now is that the Hi-Fi Rush is going to get ported to Switch and PlayStation. They might get physical releases when it comes to those platforms, possibly. So we'll have to take a look. Of course, Alan Wake 2 did not get released physically. Uh, Baldur's Gate didn't initially, but uh, Larian is taking care of that with people that want a physical version, including an Xbox version, of course. But uh, as we mentioned last week, uh, Hellblade 2 is not getting a physical release, which is, you know... Kind of an eye raiser because you know it's quite a, a noted um, you know game. It's one of the tentpole like first party games from Xbox. So you kind of see the writings on the wall to push everyone to Games Pass, you know, or to go and buy their games from the Argentinian Xbox store and buy their games on you know key resellers and whatnot. Uh, we don't talk about that, Joe. Sorry, sir. We don't. <laughs> But that is not who we are, sir. We don't. I know it's not who we are. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> we should be. Uh, yeah. This is sad. This is sad. Like, ugh, so sad. I, I hate to be so negative about this thing, but you know, we'll have to see what happens. Well, uh, I mean, it's gonna, thing. it's gonna make a. The weird thing about this whole situation is not weird, but uh, the cause and effect is just gonna make it the another um, secondary market for, for old old xbox games that are no longer um digital or sorry no longer um uh physical but you can't find physical so that's basically what this is going to do it's going to create this sort of like oh no you know i i i really should buy this game or or i should go buy pick up this game now before it's all out of stock so so I'm just saying, be prepared for that. I, I know I'm sorry I had to tell you that, Joe, uh, because I know you're really big and a big collector, but there might be some um, 
My, game. my thing is, is that, that what just, games are going to be Xbox only? It's always going to be Xbox and PC. And the thing about it is, if I'm gaming on PC, am I going to buy a game off the Microsoft Store? Am I really going to consider going through, um, you know, I was just talking earlier about Xbox Game Pass on PC has different versions with less features, you know, stuff like DLSS not being included in some games at launch, sometimes not even being added. You know, Dark Tide for a while, the PC version on Game Pass was several versions behind the one on steam and they barely have caught that up within the last month or two on there but for a while dark tide you weren't able to party up with anyone playing the steam version because you're running a different version of the game on the pc game pass so am i gonna put my hard-earned dollars to buy codes off the microsoft store when in fact you know it's just kind of broken and and you know not feature rich enough you know if if i'm going to compare valve and microsoft i'm going to go with valve 99 100% of the time i don't think there's any exclusives that xbox can offer only on the microsoft store you know they're offering everything that they're bringing out first party on steam and so in of itself by itself it doesn't make any sense even to invest in pc xbox much less console xbox anymore it doesn't make any more sense it, it's in, they're basically just making themselves inconsequential because of the fact that they're pivoting over to pc they're pivoting over to digital only and they don't got their house in order they don't have things running optimum like their competition it seems like they want to run off uh, android devices and, and cloud streaming and they have the muscle power to be able to put these games up in the cloud but are they running effectively they are but it's not how i want to play my console games you know so i rather go to the store if i want to buy a game physically guess what i'll you know i'll check out a game on game pass and like recently persona 5 tactica was on sale for 30 bucks and it was on game pass i bought it on ps5 you know just Figured I had some Best Buy bucks, saved it for later, and kind of leave it at that. I think this is basically Microsoft's big gamble. They're at the roulette wheel. I'm thinking they're not going to win in this occasion. So I don't know what you have to feel say about this, Kev, but uh, I, I really think um, it's like they can't. They're cutting their nose off to spite their face, in my opinion. So I'd agree with that. Um... I'm going to be following the Xbox physical media uh, secondary market pretty close. I have made I've made some pur- purchases of uh, Xbox physical games uh, just for the sole intent of reselling them. And uh, I'm going to hold on to them and see where the market goes. Um, it may be it it may turn into something like. Uh, uh, a collector's it may become a collector's market because the the and I don't think it even matter I don't think it's even going to matter whether it's Xbox first party or not stores are literally getting rid of their Xbox physical inventory they're it's just this just disappearing <laughs> from, from here in the states and Japan and Europe, they're, they're just 
getting rid of them. And um, it's going to be interesting to see how the secondary market reacts. Is there going to be a market uh, where these games may gain some ridiculous value or if it's just going to go the way of the dodo, you know, market wise? Yeah, it just depends. There's some games on Xbox that have maybe different features than the other platforms, like uh, in the Samurai Showdown has 120 frames on there, and SNK has not updated the PlayStation version of the game at all. And I don't think it has any incentive to be able to do that either on there, so we'll kind of have to wait and see. But, you know, after this month, the Xbox is having to deal with all this layoff and, uh, you know, with them cutting off physical media i already said in the past i look at xbox as a digital platform anyway i love the fact that you know i I think the backwards compatibility program that they had was pretty awesome on there i kind of wish sony would do the same thing with some of their back compat stuff you know i don't think it was i don't think it was that great because none of the xbox games i have i can play on my series x Uh, i can't i can't play them i can't play the punisher I can't play I can't play uh Prince of Persia. I can't play any of the games outside of Ninja Gaiden that I would care about playing on 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 Xbox. I think maybe the only the only couple the, the few that I do have I can play um uh, Mech Assault and I can play uh Crimson Skies. Out of the games that I have for for the original Xbox, those are the only ones that I can play. And of course, Ninja Gaiden. But yeah, I, I grabbed a lot of the 360 stuff that they threw up on games with gold when they had a um, Microsoft Live Gold subscription. So I have a good cache of 360 titles that are back compat on there. And a lot of the stuff that they did put on back compat they upresed obviously and did things with the game above and beyond that the um, actual developer wouldn't be able to do so that's the only thing i was saying that the the the, um, backwards compatibility program was kind of good as far as them adding games you know Mm. i think the other day like i i said in the podcast a couple of, of episodes ago where i was trying to see if um you know space marine worked Warhammer, Space Marine, uh, the first one, and then checking out Quake 4. You know, it's like, I'm grateful I still have a 360 around here somewhere. So, Around here somewhere. (laughs) Yep. It's in the closet, in a box somewhere. That's funny. Yeah. So if I ever say, I need to get a hanker, I need to play some, you know, Quake 4 or something, something that may be on Xbox only, that's not on PC and whatnot. You know, I have the capability of, of... being able to play those if i really wanted to so so it just depends mm. yeah it, it, it ain't that great for me because i i well i don't have that many three i don't well, do i have any 360 games uh i've got ninja gaiden and that's the only yeah. one that that's the only one that i have obviously with des with you you don't have any physical media for xbox anymore because you just have the series s and that's it so well i have my old physical media <laughs> but, oh, you do? yeah i have old physical media but i i have nothing like new or anything no yeah definitely not at all <laughs> <No>. <laughs> just kidding i'm not lying it's fine 
But we'll see, we'll see what happens. You know, it was kind of talked about maybe because of the fact that they closed this department, they could outsource to get physical games printed still, but you can't play devil's advocate in this situation. Oh, no, 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 they will. Trust me, they will. Like, that's one thing that's going to happen is there will be, there will be someone, a, a, um, what is it? A, um, was it a um, limited run or some other thing that's going to do an Xbox type of thing, you know, uh, they've they've already been conditioned to not buy games. Who is, who who is going to put that, put up that capital to print up however many tens of thousands of discs in the hopes that, that Xbox gamers are actually going to start buying, but there is literally no incentive for them to do so. We talked yeah, a right. couple of episodes ago. Uh, Josh Fairchild, the um, what, the CEO or uh, higher up in Limited Run, basically, we're, we're talking about the fact that Rocket Knight, the collection that they're bringing out, and then they're bring, bringing out some Felix the Cat games from Konami, that uh, they are not bringing out an Xbox version because they weren't given the digital rights to sell the collections. And so since they weren't given the digital rights to sell the collections, that they would not make any sort of profit if they printed up a physical version and actually developed a physical version to release on Xbox. And it was stated, too, in that same thread on X is that before these smaller companies, the amount of games that they would have to put in an order for xbox for them to actually make a physical version is five thousand they up that to ten thousand so they actually up yeah. the criteria for them to actually print uh, a run of physical games on xbox yeah. so they're not trying to they're not trying to have any kind of digital uh footprint at all or sorry physical. A, um, physical yeah physical footprint at all so yeah uh sorry they're not we're not gonna see any xbox uh, physical games ever again probably if 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 phil and them had their had their wish it would just be digital only period i i honestly believe that now after after you reading that and and them making it increasingly harder for secondary um secondary companies to make um games yeah physically yeah that the, the writing's on the wall they, they are digital only uh now and forever so just just if you if you want to be on Xbox, just get used to that and just you know plan accordingly. I guess. I mean that that's, yeah. that's only uh, I can think of right now is just plan yeah, accordingly. Well, it kind of raises my eyebrows once I see an actual game get announced or brought out on Xbox. Like Tunic is getting released on Xbox by a fan gamer. They're publishing a physical version and they're bringing it out for Xbox. So kind of good on them. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they sell through the run because they knew they had to print up at least ten thousand. So that's crazy. That is crazy to me. Ugh. Ugh. Now, another Game Pass news, which is kind of strange. Uh, Visions of Mana, the game we talked about at the Xbox Developer Direct uh, last episode, um, mm-hmm. it's coming to Game Pass. But it's kind of funny that they haven't formally announced it yet. Um, people have noticed. Basically on um, X that um, there is like an ad on X for Xbox and it says about the visions of monogame and in the in the actual like text 
describing the link to go to xbox.com and talk about visions amount it referenced in the actual text about it being on game pass coming soon the series x and s and game pass so even though they bothered not to formally announce it they're going to probably announce it later um like even ads on their microsoft store stated it's coming to play day one visions of mono where they haven't formally announced it so one hand does not know what the other hand is freaking doing for god's sake so so imagine either that being, or the deal wasn't ready to announce at yeah. the at the show I'm, yeah I'm but, they were, but I'm the problem is is that asking on on the store <laughs> listing it's like they they already put it up play day one you know on game pass and it's like it's kind of funny the fact that they can't even be competent enough to hold their horses to be able to hold back like a store listing referencing any sort of reference to Game Pass or all or anything like that. So Joe, you're you're, you're asking for too much. You need to stop. I know. I know. Yeah, right. I I don't think it. I don't think it as as pro Game Pass as I mean Game Pass. Anytime Microsoft has the opportunity to crow the benefits of Game Pass, they're going to do it. I honestly don't think that it was a lock. By the time that developer that developer showcase happened, show happened. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I think that's why they, they may have had they they probably had the the texts and the the links ready to go, but I don't think they had put enough zeros on that check for Square Enix to to say because we already know y'all ain't gonna buy the game. Uh, <laughs> we need so, to see some more. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna buy the game on PlayStation, mind you. So, but, but that's yeah, I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking about it on on the Xbox side. Yeah, we already yeah. know y'all ain't gonna buy this game, so you're gonna have to cough up with some with with some more zeros. So I think Phil went back, added a few more zeros to that check, and uh, you know, it just wasn't ready in time for the for the developer. For the developer uh, stream, but I do agree That's with what you. But I do agree with what you said last, like last show. You know, this is a test. Y'all put up. You said you want games. You said we're we're, we're trying to diversify this library now. You said you want games. You better download it. You better buy it on our marketplace. You better do something because if you don't, you know, this, you, well, you ain't gonna be eating that. <laughs> you ain't gonna be I eating think... Japanese food more. <laughs> I think maybe they have proven that 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 test is probably not going to be needed. And as long as as PlayStation keeps renewing that uh, uh, that clause for Final Fantasy seven, they're not going to get it. I, I honestly think that PlayStation feels is with they're worth their while to keep funneling money into Square Enix to keep that exclusivity going uh perpetually particularly with rebirth getting ready to drop that's going to be that's going to be hot for the rest of the year it, the, the the hype behind that game is just going to is just going to be too great so if phil phil put enough phil put enough zeros to get mana i don't know if I and I think don't get me wrong, I think Phil would love to get Final Fantasy VII. Oh hell I think yeah! If he could have gotten Final Fantasy VII. He would have, but I think that there are some probably some legal agreements in place that prevent that. And 
feels like, well, yeah, we, we, you know, I got to go. We had, he had, I think he went back. I think he went back to the table and said, well, at least let's have visions of mana here for, for them because, because they ain't going to buy this game. We, we've conditioned them to not want to buy the games. And they ain't gonna buy this because it's it's, it's a Japanese it's a JRPG game anyway. Well, I mean, say say yeah. what you want. They are not, Xbox players are not going to spend their money to play to play those types of games. They are waiting until they come to Game Pass. That's been proven ad nauseum. They are not going to buy the game. So at some point they just thought it, it. Phil said, "I think it's worth it to have this game on Game Pass." It just wasn't ready when the showcase happened. Yeah, well, look forward to it. Um, I will, you know, I, if, if Square Enix gets paid for I buy downloads, I'll download it for them. I'll, I'll pay them, you know. I have no mind supporting my developer. I'll, I'll support them twice. I'll buy the game legit, and then I'll download it on Xbox. <laughs> it's very nice of you. I know. What was not nice is, you know, uh, Pal World and the Pokemon Company. So Pokemon Company finally released a statement confirming that it is investigating if the game infringed on its IP rights. So according to the statement, this is a statement from the Pokemon company that was released on Thursday. We have received many inquiries regarding another company's game released in January 2024, so they're not naming the game outright. Uh, We have not granted any permission to use... Uh, the use of Pokemon intellectual property or assets in that game. We intend to investigate and take appropriate measures to address any acts that infringe on intellectual property rights related to the Pokemon. The Pokemon. We will continue to cherish and nurture each and every Pokemon in its world and work to bring the world together through Pokemon in the future. Ah. So basically they said, we said something, (laughs) shut up. We ain't gonna do nothing. Just wait for that's literally what they said. They they literally said hush. We heard you. We ain't gonna do nothing. Now shut up. <laughs> We're uh, looking some, into it. Sure yes. you are. Sure Someone you are. at X uh posted comparisons of some of the Pal World's 3D models and those of Pokemon claiming their proportions oh, yeah. were nearly identical. So Yeah, I looked at that too and I was like I was like, damn, y'all just just going to be out here. Okay, this, yeah. that's what we're doing now. Okay. Uh, they had like, two, okay. two experienced AAA game artists who spoke <sighs> to Video Games Chronicle. The model comparisons on X were likely evidence that Pal World's character models were indeed based on Pokemon assets. This is a quote. You cannot in any way accidentally get the same proportions on multiple models from another game without ripping the models or at the very least tracing them meticulously first. I would stand in court to testify as an expert on this. So, so, well, they didn't say to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Pal World is out here doing its thing. It is. It, it is. It is helping. It is. It is pushing the love of the games that we play and all this other BS. So yeah, but come to, honestly, that might be the case, Joe. You know, and that they're saying that, but uh, what is it? Seven million dollars worth of people just don't care. Seven million million individual purchasers. Yeah. They yeah. They shit. just don't care. They're just like, yeah. oh, okay. 
You know, and I think what's funny, what's funny is, is they're like, well, hopefully this will, you know, engage Nintendo to to do better or to do more or to do something. And I'm like, okay, you know, that's that's a nice sentiment. <laughs> and I really hope that that rings true. But Nintendo, like, I don't know if you're thinking about the same Nintendo that I am. Uh, Nintendo just do what they want, so they don't, I don't know, I really don't think Nintendo is worried about it, or if they are, they are really playing it cool. Playing the long <laughs> game, we'll see. Or seriously, because they're like, I mean, they, I think they're really, they, I think Nintendo, for the most part, really, really banks on, uh, brand loyalty. Like, if you want to see a company just, quote-unquote, live on on you know customer goodwill and brand loyalty that's nintendo 100 that is nintendo um whether good bad or indifferent that is nintendo and you can you know tell them you know hey y'all need to you know get with it but nintendo's gonna do what nintendo's gonna do so I'm, really, I'm thinking, actually, they might be waiting until Pal World is out of early access and into 1.0 mode and before they <laughs> do anything. Let them do all this work <laughs> and then I mean, pull the rug from underneath them afterwards. So, <laughs> I mean, that'd be kind of cool if they did some gangster shit like that. I'd be like, oh, damn. Nintendo was like, oh, you did yeah, everything? Let, let, Everything's let, done? Let these fools cook. <laughs> let these fools yeah. cook. <laughs> You're going to come in and just pee all in their soup. In a- <laughs> yeah. That's I hope they sue them into oblivion. I I do. I I, I hope that's the long game going on here. <laughs> oh, there's another. There's another story on Eurogamer that someone went into the code of Pal World and they found a character uh, currently codenamed Dark Mutant is the name of the pal on here, and the 3D model it's is an exact copy of Mega Mewtwo Y, basically. So it's ah! like almost an exact copy. <laughs> Dark Mutant. According to the PAL description of Dark Mutant, some say that a beam from a Dark Mutant has perfected its technique, can tear the holes into other dimensions, even believe that certain species of PALs were born from such phenomena. So it's like, yeah. This 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 uh, character named Dark Mutant looks almost exactly like Mega Mewtwo Y. So, you know. well, there you go. And so. and I tell you, people ain't gonna care. They ain't gonna care. No, they're gonna say, "Oh, look, um, let's hope we get a better a better Pokemon game now." Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's weird. People are yeah. strange. Probably, probably last mention of Power World in this news until it's at least something happens on the lawsuit front, but we'll see. So I, I am down. I'm ready to hear what's going to happen. Like I am so ready to hear what's going to happen. Like I'm just like, you know, I'm just so ready just to be like, okay, what's 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 next? You know, <laughs> you know, I'm just like, what's next? Because because you want them. It's like it's like it's like you want. You want your your favorite to to come out the box and start slapping hoes, but you know it's not going to happen. Like I just, they're not they're not going to do that. This is not Nintendo's mo. That's why I'm like, oh it oh oh it is. Put out a put out a uh oh well, yeah a website 
and as as gaming preservation and 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 they will come oh yeah it is and i really shouldn't feel this way because nintendo loves squashing the little guy when it when it when it comes to this if it trying to preserve a game that that people love or has a lot of community support problem is not on the nintendo eShop, and nintendo comes in and like crushes crushes their dreams uh, <laughs> and just you know threat with yeah. threats of destroying them uh so i probably even really shouldn't be cheerleading for nintendo but this is a case of just straight up theft i don't know how many times People gotta post these images on on X, or on on Instagram, all over the place. It, it I this should be the easiest case for attorneys for 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 a Nintendo <laughs> squad of attorneys. It, 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 it's the only explanation is is that they just like Joe was saying they're letting them cook, get deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper, and then we got them. I I I I want it to happen because I think that would be so hilarious. They're just like, they're done. You're out of early access. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Kapow. Cancel it. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I if that happened. I'd be like injunction. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, damn. Injunction. Junction. What's your function? Taking copyright infringement <laughs> off the yeah, scene. Yeah. I would laugh. I'd be like, whoa. And laughing and all. I would be like, damn. Yeah, that happened. Like, I, the funny thing about it is, like, I wouldn't even be mad. I'd be like, well, there you go. They deserve it. They yeah. deserve there it. Go. I'm sorry. They deserve <laughs> it. Good there you old. go. Xerox copying game design ass out of here. <laughs> Yeah, copy and paste. That should be the name of their company, copy and paste. Well, you know, they're going to be like, you know, it's like like a, a hip-hop DJ from the early 90s. You know, it's like there's mm-hmm. like samples up the yee-yay, unfortunately. That's so. funny. That's funny. Well, uh, I have one other news nugget. This is the parsley and the good old, you know, slice of orange on this this news plate this evening. And, this news uh, sandwich? New sandwich, and it's the parsley is quite well because the game noted as Earth Defense Force 6 is coming out in Asia with English, Korean, and Chinese audio on March 14th. So, oh no, so yeah, uh, English EDF 6 is almost in our midst. Wow, you know, so there you go. Um, no word as it far up as we go to Japan, possibly. I don't know if. If places in Japan sell Asia versions of games, oh, they, do. If they do. They do. Yeah, we'll take a look at that. But uh, you know, this might be worthy of a. Uh, um, I'm I'm going to the to the Hong Kong store and PlayStation <laughs> and making a purchase in HK and just buying it digitally there. If it's not going to release day and date on the U.S. storefront, there's no U.S. date stated yet. But we'll have to see what the plans are if need be. So. Joe's here for it. You hear it. I think all of us it. are here for it, right? Uh, mm-hmm. We are, but there's you are here for it more than we are, sir. Like you are like, oh my god! I don't, you know, know, I don't know about that. I would get. I I I buy. I'd buy the Asian version if the if the English was there because that's the that's the only reason why I didn't get the Japanese one because I I can't read Japanese. 
Yeah, we'll have English text and English voices. So it'll be out on March 14th in Asia. So we'll see when the U.S. date is for the U.S. store, if need be. I would kill for a physical. I wouldn't kill, but I would very much like a physical on this bad boy. Mm -hmm. So I did not buy a physical for EDF5 because one wasn't published until like way, way afterwards with Mm -hmm. the English on it. So. But that is Jabroni Gaming News for this episode, sirs. All right. So, game night. Every Thursday, 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific. That's the day of the week that we um, set aside to interact with our growing Discord community. So, any game that you may may have that you'd like to share with us and the rest of our uh, community over there on Discord, let us know there. And uh, we will be more than happy to join you and play it. Uh, I will say I will not be playing any um, uh, survival games. That that that, I, that that's just like? me. That is not a, that is, I can't. That and uh, Fortnite. So those those two those two genre everything else for me personally is on the table. But I'm just letting you know. So disclaimer is already out of the way. So you may be asking, how do you get, how you join up, be a part of all that? Well, you head on over to the app formerly known as Twitter, currently known as X, 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 and head on over to at Gaming Vessels, G-A-M-I-N-G-V-E-S-S-E-L-S. You click the link, and you're a part of our Discord community. So there's no waiting period. There is no Patreon tier list you have to pay for. Just be a good person, likes talking about video games, uh, playing video games, and uh, discussing the ins and outs of the gaming industry without the need for personal insults, like what goes on on much larger platforms. If any of that sounds good to you, I think you will have a happy home at the Gaming Vessels Discord server. So looking forward to seeing y'all there. Yeah, join us for game night this Thursday as we'll be playing Grand Blue Fantasy Relink on the PlayStation 5. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, Play maybe. the demo. Play the demo playing. with me because I'll probably be waiting until Friday or next Monday, the Monday following for my copy to come from Best Buy. So. I will be, uh, I'll probably be playing uh, on the Xbox. I <laughs> love Xbox. <laughs> I will be playing on the Xbox. I am right now. God. <laughs> gotta love it alright so big shout outs to <laughs> Goonie and Crucial Chase and even Chat GPT for uh, uh, <laughs> chiming in on our question regarding uh, <clears throat> gaming AI uh, Goonie and Crucial Chase I consider y'all generals on in the gaming vessels discord community so thank you for your responses and making this episode a little more interactive it's always appreciated so with that said that's going to bring episode 236 to a close i want to thank y'all for hanging in there and listening to us in this fine episode so for des aka the bay area terror aka the high res lover that's me A.K.A. the Cat Daddy, A.K.A. That Gamer Step Daddy, and for Trader Joe, A.K.A. Jabroni Chief. Yeah, yeah. But you might also know him as the Food Max of Gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar. I'm Sh- I'm Shonuff71, A.K.A. Digadoolmite. 
Purple bling bling, y'all. Damn that steam deck. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back next time. Episode 237 for your ears. Peace. PlayStation.